Hey, welcome to the Juice Bar Experts podcast, where we are going to give you tips, tools, strategies for launching a new juice bar or scaling and increasing the profitability and efficiency in your existing juice bar. I'm your host, Andrew McFarlane. For the last 10 years, I've been in the juice bar business, running my own juice bars, as well as helping hundreds of entrepreneurs all around the world launch successful juice businesses. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, this is going to be a very uh, important episode because if you were open during the pandemic and you had W-2 employees, this episode could save you slash make you tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I don't mean that as hyperbole. I mean that literally. So today in this episode, I interview someone who has been helping people file ERC-20 um, tax reports for people who have been open during the pandemic. There's a lot of things you may not know about what can be awarded to you and actually what is owed to you from the government that they had incentive programs called the ERC-20 program. And we're going to be outlining all of the questions, misconceptions, things you need to know if you uh, qualify for this and you're going to want to pay attention And if you are, by the time you're done with the episode, as you guys always know, if you're not new to the channel, reach out to me personally at andrew at starterjuicebar.com. I'll be happy to put you guys in touch with Andy, who I'm going to be interviewing today, who is going to be able to help you get the money that is owed to you from the government if you had W-2 employees and you were open during the pandemic. All right. Without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome, everyone, to this episode. I'm really excited for you guys to be here. I'm here with... Andy Kepke, and he has some really, really great information about kind of ERC-20. A lot of you guys who were open during the pandemic had employees uh, that you were paying on a W-2 that you didn't have or haven't yet gotten, you know, rebates that you probably weren't even aware were available to you, you know, things that you can do and and tax credits and other things that uh, Andy will talk a lot more about. I'm sort of a student just like you guys are in this conversation. So we're going to, I'm going to ask all the questions that I would presume a lot of you guys would have. And then anything that I might be missing, Andy's going to fill us in on. So before we dive into the nitty gritty of this conversation, do you want to just kick us off and tell us a little bit about kind of who you are, what your background is, how you got into this and, and really is, what is it that you do? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the introduction and excited to be on this call today. So I, um, I've been in the insurance business from 2013 and, um, pretty funny story. I graduated college in 2009 and, uh, from a small town and, uh, wanted to work on wall street. And I, you know, I think I did pretty well in school. I have a few degrees and did pretty well. So I was applying for jobs and no one was hiring and, uh, I didn't know why. So I thought it was me, but Come to find out we were experiencing, you know, one of the worst financial collapses in the country. But because I was from a small town, we did that information just never got to us. So a a friend's dad uh, invited me to be uh, a part of his insurance company. And so I worked there for three years and ended up starting my own insurance agency. And um, I was helping a lot of people with Obamacare. So that was right when 2013, 2014 when President Obama came out and wanted to change the healthcare reform. And what was really cool about that was um, I loved what he was trying to accomplish, right? Because health insurance costs were just really expensive. And so, uh, but a lot of people, because it was new information, a lot of the current insurance brokers weren't doing anything to educate their clients about it. 
So here I was in coming in and uh, it's all I knew. So I was going in there and helping a lot of companies save hundreds of thousands of dollars on health insurance. Mm -hmm. And what I realized was one, uh, you know, there's always opportunity when there's change. Uh, second thing is that if you do well for a client, they're going to introduce you to all their friends. And so that's something that I've always pride myself on. So fast forward to about a year ago, um, I got out of the insurance business and unfor unfortunately, my brother, <clears throat> excuse me, my brother had a company, he had a dental practice and he was affected by COVID and uh, he had to shut his doors down and he was never able to open up his doors again because when he, with his dental practice, you have the six foot rule. And so it really kind of bothered me that you had you know, one or two people in the state make a decision on whose businesses should be open or not. And they were still getting a salary. Meanwhile, my brother had went to dental school, got into debt, you know, opened up his own practice and he had to shut his doors down. And so when I learned about the employee retention credit or ERC, I told myself that this was going to be my, my mission for the next two years three years to make sure that I educate business owners on the importance of getting that money back because these business owners paid into the system. Uh, they did the right thing by having employees, you know, during those tough times, or maybe if you're a business that did well, you can still get this money. And so from then on out, I've just been educating and helping business owners get this tax refund. And it's just been magical to hear the stories and uh, more importantly, what they're going to do with that money to take their business to the next level and thrive. Yeah. So that's a brief overview of my of my story. Right. And so I would say probably one of the first questions someone would have is, how do I know if I qualify? You know, because maybe I qualify, maybe I don't. Like, how do I know if I'm actually a good fit to get this money back? If I was, firstly, I would assume, and correct me if I'm wrong, they would have to have been open during the pandemic. Um, what are the other criteria that would make someone qualify? Yeah, absolutely. So there's three qualifying factors for a business to qualify for ERC during 2020 and 2021. The first one is if your business had a 50% reduction in revenue in 2020 compared to 2019. The second qualification is if you had a 20% reduction in revenue in 2021 compared to 2019. And the reason why they use 2019 is because that's the last year before COVID. So that's the base year. Now I had mentioned that there's three categories. See, this is what's really important. Most accountants and CPAs and other ERC firms are only going to focus on those first two categories. So a few things will happen. One is if your business did well, which a lot of restaurants and cafes uh, in 2021, they tended to do a little bit better because, you know, things were opening up back up. People were tired of being inside, you know, the entire 2020. So their revenue would have gone up. They're going to be told that they don't qualify, but that's not true because of the third category. The third category states, if you had a business disruption as a result of COVID, so you could have maybe not even met that significant reduction in revenue, but as a restaurant or cafe, you know, supply chain issues, vendor delays, uh, maybe you couldn't have as many uh, uh, customers eating in your restaurant because of the six foot rule, even though that you were open, 
Um, another big one that we're able to help with is uh, a lot of these restaurants and cafes would have networking events. You know, they would have events at their locations that they couldn't, maybe they did in 2019, but couldn't have done. So those are areas that we're able to help businesses. And what's really important about that is if you only focus on the first two categories, you're probably going to get about $10,000 for each employee that a business had at that time. But if you go with a company that knows all three, you're going to get closer to $20,000 for each employee that you had at that time. So it's really important that you choose the right partner because you have one opportunity to file for this. So mm. if you file for it and then you find out later that you could have gotten more, you can't get that money. So it's really important to, to right. make sure that you know who you're dealing with. Right. Wow. That's really interesting information. So if I'm understanding you correctly, if a business, let's say, opened at the end of 2019, right before the pandemic hits, they didn't know what's happened, but they don't have a full tax year or um, yearly cycle of revenue, would they not qualify in that scenario because they actually have no, or would they still qualify in that scenario? Yeah. So that situation, that, that scenario is a little difficult because they, they, if they made money in 2019, uh, even if it's, you know, for that one month, that last month of the year, they could still qualify. Um, if, if they were pre-revenue, that's where things get difficult because then there's no base year for them to do it. Um, right. Another right. another option is what's called a uh, st business startup recovery. So that would be a business that started after February 15th of 2020. And so mm -hmm. if they kind of started like right before the pandemic or after the pandemic, as mm -hmm. long as they made less than a million dollars in revenue, they can still qualify for some ERC, even though that they did not have, they were not open in 2019. So we like to look at each situation, uh, you know, case by case. Great. Another question, because you mentioned in terms of like some average numbers, 10,000, you know, in terms of money back or 20,000, does this, does it matter how much I've paid in my payroll? Because I can have a W-2 employee and maybe they were part-time and I didn't even throughout the entire year pay them $10,000. Am I still going to get up to $20,000 back, assuming we filed correctly based on the fact that it's the individual employee, or is it related to how much I've actually paid in payroll to that individual employee? Yeah, great question. So I'll kind of go back a little bit and share that the employee retention credit program allows a business to, to get up to $26,000 for each W-2 employee. So the $26,000 is is the maximum if, if everything was perfect in terms of the qualifications. So the way that it works is think of it as like a sliding scale between $0 and $26 or $26,000. It's just a sliding scale. And so that goes back to what you were saying. It, it depends on how much you're paying the employees. Mm -hmm. um, it could be uh, the payroll taxes that, that, that were associated with it, but also it's that category three. So you can actually, a business can get back more than the payroll taxes that they paid for those employees if they were to look at category three which would be the right. vendor delays the business disruptions right another thing would be part-timers uh are included so the way that the erc program works is a full-time employee is if they work 30 hours or more each week 
but you could have unlimited amount of part-time employees and that would be counted towards full-time as well. So that's something that's really important in the restaurant industry. There's a lot of part-timers, there's a lot of fluctuation. So all of those are included in the calculation. Amazing. So another question I think would probably come up pretty often is, you know, what if I've already gotten a PPP loan? You know, I went and, and filed for that. I got money back from the government. Do I still qualify for ERC? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's really important. So that tends to be a very common response. Hey, I've already got PPP1 and maybe PPP2 because there were two rounds of PPP. You know, I was told I don't qualify for ERC. So that's not the case. So the good news is, is that uh, if you got PPP money, you can absolutely get ERC money. And what's really cool about ERC that's different than PPP is that the PPP money had to be used for payroll. It had to be used for paying your employees, keeping them uh, employed, which was really important. The ERC is a tax refund that the business business owner gets, and they can do whatever they want with that money. So they can pay down company debt. They can save it for a rainy day. They, they can buy new equipment. Um, but this money is yours and it doesn't have the same criteria that the PPP has. You have a lot more freedom with the money. Got it. Is there a statute of limitation in terms of when someone can file? Like, do we know it's been too long? Okay. The government, you know, basically said, Hey, we're running out of time. You better get these, uh, tax returns in. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So what's nice about the ERC that's different than PPP is that PPP, there was a bucket of money. As soon as that bucket of money was gone, there was no more money. Because the ERC is essentially an overpayment of payroll taxes, there's not a bucket of money that's going to run out. It's more of a deadline. And so the deadline to get your 2020 credit would be April 15th of 2024. And the deadline to get your 2021 credit would be April 15th of 2025. The good news is that um, most firms, including ours, are going to submit the 2020 and the 2021 credit at the same time. But it is something to consider to to get started on this right away because you don't want to miss out on that 2020 credit. Yeah, that makes sense. Got it. So outside of the things that I've asked, are there any other common misconceptions or things that people need to know when walking in the, into the situation? Yeah. I th- another one that we get a lot is, you know, is, uh, you know, ERC is a scam. Um, and I think the reason why people say that, um, is because they're getting 15, uh, cold calls a day. They're getting 15 cold emails a day. And, you know, I always like to put myself in the viewpoint of the business owner and, I, you know what, for them to think it's a scam, given the actions that are happening to them, it makes sense why they think that. The yeah. good news is it's not a scam. What I would say is the company that's offering the services, you should be careful on who to do it with, but the actual ERC program is a federal government program and it is real. It is here to stay. Um you know, uh, some of the questions I tell the business owners is, you know what, if people are cold calling you and cold emailing you, they're more of a marketing company first and then an ERC company second. So it's really important to do business with uh, people that you know, you know, people that you can see. That's another big thing. I always do my calls via video 
I think it's really important to let people know who they're working with. And all our clients come from warm introductions. And I think that's what allows us to be very successful. So if you're a business owner there out there today, be very careful who you're taking calls from because it's easy to get ERC, but you want to make sure that that company is around after you get ERC. And that's what's really important. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, I think that for me, at least in, in learning about this, because I didn't know about it until our mutual friend connected us. And I thought, man, there are so many clients that I know that we've helped that were really impacted during the pandemic that some of them are in debt because they had to take out other kinds of loans to be able to float the income of the business and to know that there is this program that's available for them that the government is offering um, where in essence, you know, I don't call it free money, but then, you know, it's kind of money you've already paid into the system that you can then get back. Um, and why not? Right. So, uh, are there any, you know, what makes your company unique in the offering, um, that you guys are doing with, with this service? Yeah. Uh, I, and I appreciate this question. So I think the first thing is kind of what I just said earlier. You know, I, I had the pleasure of meeting you through a mutual friend. I didn't cold call you. I didn't cold email you. There was a mutual relationship. So we've grown to 13,000 businesses in regarding to ERC, all through warm introductions. We spend $0 on marketing. That money that would have normally been spent on marketing, we're putting that back into infrastructure. So we have 450 employees that all they're doing is ERC calculations for businesses. Also too, we would have used that money for marketing, but instead we built proprietary software. So this pro proprietary software allows us to get a larger average per employee compared to everyone else because everyone else is spending money on cold calling, cold emailing, and all of that stuff. Yeah. Another thing that we do, which is very unique, is we'll spend 100 to 200 hours on due diligence in coming up with the ERC calculation for your business where every, most others are only spending about five to 10 hours. And it's because they're focusing on those two categories. See, if anyone has a cell phone that has a calculator on it, you can determine if you meet the, the decrease in revenue. But it's that third category that you can determine supply chain issues, vendor delays. Uh, depending on where you are located in the country, you had different COVID restrictions or curfews or when you could start your business. And we, that proprietary software will find the local ordinances and rules and apply that to your business and then uh, explain that in the qualifications report, which is the summary, as to how you calculate that. And that's a really big thing because a lot of times that we see uh, when businesses sometimes are just told a number, hey, Andrew, you know, you're going to get $100,000. And you as a business owner may get excited, but there's no like substance as to how they came up with that $100,000. We'll provide that business with an actual report called a qualifications report. And it references all the ERC guidelines as to how and why they qualify that. And because we spend so much time on it and we provide that qualifications report, we also provide a five-year ERC audit protection, which is a game changer because hardly anyone offers that. So not only are we going to help you with your ERC right then and there, but we're going to have a relationship with you for the next five years that if anything were to happen, 
we're by your side and we'll work with you to make sure everything's taken care of. Amazing. So what's the process look like? Hypothetically, let's say I'm someone I'm interested in this, like how, what do I need to do? Yeah. So it's pretty simple. You know, um, obviously what I like to do is just do a, a quick, you know, 10, 15, 20 minute phone call, video call, actually, you know, just kind of answer some of the information that they may think uh, is correct. I like to make sure that, you know, we're working with correct data and information. Um, I explained the process very similar to what I explained earlier about our value added services. And we just start collecting some initial information. And that information is uh, business owners or their CFO or COO will know. It's payroll summaries, profit and loss statements. Um, if you've got any kind of PPP money, we'll, we'll ask for the application. And then we'll have a questionnaire. And that questionnaire allows the business owner to talk about all the disruptions as a result of COVID. You know, they couldn't have networking events. Uh, maybe they couldn't go to a conference to learn about the latest and greatest in their industry uh, because of the because uh, of COVID. They, they, they no longer had that conference. Um, product, right? Product delays and, and maybe equipment delays, um, maybe curfews, openings. So that, it, that questionnaire allows them to write out all the things that had happened to them during COVID. And then our team gets to work. Our team will then spend a lot of time coming up with that qualifications report. We'll then send the business owner that report that they'll get to review. Um, we'll have our own compliance officer send it to them and answer any questions that they have. And if everything looks okay, then we'll officially submit it. And then uh, it's a waiting game. Depending on how much money they're going to get, it could take anywhere between four months to nine months for them to start receiving the money uh, by a physical check in the mail from the United States Treasury. Wonderful. Awesome. Yeah, this has been really, really insightful. And I can imagine that a lot of people will benefit from this. Um, anything else that you feel like is relevant for people to know as they're contemplating on if this is something they sh should do or if they are going to do it? You know, uh, you know what, what question should I be asking you if there is anything else that we've, we've left any stone unturned? Yeah, you've, you've done a fantastic job in terms of asking the questions. I would like to share some success stories because uh, I think yes. at the end of the day, people just want to know, is this real? Mm. So uh, this happened just the other day. We, we were working on a 15-employee uh, 15 restaurant, and uh, this guy actually had used their accountant to do an ERC quote. And um, they came, that accountant came out with $129,000 that that 15-employee restaurant would get. And luckily, the brother of the restaurant owner knew one of us and said, hey, I think you should get a second opinion from these guys. Just based on what they're telling me, you know, they're averaging $21,000 per employee. You know, you seem a little bit low. Using the same information, the same number of employees, that 15-employee restaurant, we got them $297,000. And so um, that's really important because if if that business owner had submitted it with that accountant, he would have left $170,000, $180,000 on the table that he would have never gotten back. And wow. so if you're a business out there that's currently working with someone, please let us do, let us do a second opinion. Um, as a business owner, 
you can actually just choose the higher of the two and look at the value adds that that particular ERC firm or accountant or CPA is offering. So that's a really big one because a lot of people think if they started the process with someone that they can't get another opinion. So that's that's something that's really important. This that's amazing. Thing, thank you. The second thing would be if you're told that you don't qualify, absolutely contact us. Um, I've, I'm working with uh, a 70 employee restaurant. Uh, they had record breaking, uh, they had a record breaking 2021. They were told that they don't qualify and we got them $1.4 million. Um, we had an, uh, a nine person restaurant was told that they wouldn't qualify because, um, even though that they weren't able to open their doors for people to come in and sit and eat. They uh, did a lot of catering. They did a lot of takeout and delivery. Um, and they just qualified for $150,000 in ERC. So we have, I think we've helped 600 plus restaurant cafes. Uh, and we have stories like this all all the time. So um, yeah. and I would share that with you. Thank you for sharing. And I would suspect because you have so much experience working with cafes and restaurants, you know the um, nuances of how to position the, the, and explore the potential ways that they might not have thought about that their business was disrupted because, you know, they might've just, you know, not have been aware and you can ask the right questions to figure out, Hey, was your business impacted this way, this way, or this way and uncover, um, how they might qualify, even if they don't think that they actually do. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, one of the advantages of working with a firm that has so many success stories is what we'll do is we'll go back to those 600 business uh, restaurants or cafes and see how we qualified them. And then we'll use that to say, hey, Andrew, did you think about this, this, and this? Because we had done this in the past. And you might be like, oh, yeah, you know, I, you know that was two or three years ago. I forgot about it. So we're mm -hmm. very proactive um, and, and that's another thing I want to bring up these companies out there that are talking about, um, oh, we're going to get you back an ERC quote within 72 hours or within a week. Uh, I just got off the phone with a business owner yesterday that says that people are now providing ERC calculations within 30 minutes, run as far away from them as possible. Because anytime that you're doing something with the government, the last thing that you want to do is have something quick. And so what our team will do is work with you, make sure that, you know, we're looking at every single opportunity to claim ERC. We'll come back to you and say, hey, Andrew, did you think about this, this, and this? So we're going to work with you and it's going to be a conversation because at the end of the day, this is your money that you paid into the system. You're going to be rewarded for having W-2 employees. And we have one opportunity to do it. So we believe in it takes a little bit longer, but you're getting a lot more money. It's absolutely worth it. Yeah, it's not a small sum of money. I mean, we're talking about some uh, money that can change a business overnight. So uh, yeah, I'll definitely put some information so you guys can you know, loop me in. I'll put you in touch with Andy so you guys can speak to him directly if it's something you guys are ready to explore. Uh, but you know, worst that can happen is you can find out that you don't qualify, which probably isn't going to happen. But if you do qualify, the upside potential of you guys being able to get money back is really, really substantial. So, um, yeah, it's been wonderful speaking to you. I don't know if there's any final thoughts or anything you want to share um, before we, we close out, but it's been really great and I appreciate your time. 
Yeah, thank you for it. And I've, and I've had a pleasure as well. I, I'll end off with this. The the restaurant and cafe industry is what I would consider, you know, the hardest hit industry out there. And if, mm. and as a result, it's actually the easiest industry to get qualified for ERC. So if you haven't applied yet, or you're being told that you don't qualify, you should absolutely let us take a look at it because the restaurant industry, cafe, cafes are are the easiest because of the COVID rules and restrictions and the supply chain issues. And um, hopefully you all learned a little bit today. And, and Andrew, thank you for setting this up. And I look forward to doing more of these. Definitely. Good to speak to you. And I'm looking forward to seeing how things progress and how many people that you're going to help and all the success stories that are going to come along from people who've just watched this video. So, all right. All right nice thank to you. Yeah, yeah, you we'll too. Yeah, take care.